How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees. As you guys know, pitchers and catchers are returning and reporting to Tampa right now, and it's getting exciting. We had a couple days until spring training starts, and all of these position battles and narratives will officially be underway. Finally, we got Yankee baseball back, my friends, and today we're already getting some nuggets of news uh, dropping from the reporters, and there's some things to discuss. You know, we saw Aaron Judge taking some ground balls at first base. We want to discuss that. We have some news on Frankie Montas. We have some news on Glaber Torres. We got a couple of things to discuss, uh, Ryan, and you know it's it's just fun to be back, man. We've been waiting so patiently for this. I know all of you guys have been tuned in with us over the off season. It's been slow, but we've been grinding out content, making sure you guys are caught up on everything before we dive into the good stuff. Ryan, how you do today, my friend? Well, I was doing all right, and then uh, yeah, uh, it was legit. While you were talking, Marley Rivera just tweeted, "Montas is going to have surgery February twenty first. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not great. Yeah. Um, ideally, yeah, I mean, ideally, you know, you would have, you know, the imaging hopefully would have gone better. Matt Blake said that he was still going through imaging and it kind of just, I I don't really, it was, that's a very quick turnaround because I mean, it was not even, it wasn't even like, it was not even an hour ago where we found out that Montas, you know, still had some soldier issues and it was going to be a surgery on the table. This makes that fifth starting job a lot more important, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of it's that that's now going to be um, a, a big thorn in the side of the Yankees. It, it definitely makes the Yankees outlook at the deadline look a little more interesting. You know, Herman and Schmidt have a chance to make a permanent fixture um, in the rotation. Um, you know, I that's that's definitely a big blow for the Yankees. Not one that you would say ends their season or anything like that. You know, at end of the day. You didn't know what to expect from Montas this year after a bad year last year, kind of after all the shoulder issues. But I think it's safe to say at this point, Montas is probably not going to play much of a factor for this team. But we'll get more information as that goes on. The judge at first base thing, um, the way I view it is the Yankees kind of need positional versatility. I'm totally fine with judge just like if it's just a random day three years from now and it's like the 10th inning and the Yankees want to do some weird defensive substitution and they just put Judge at first base for an inning, I won't care. Uh, we've seen Gary at first, you know, uh, taking reps there in the past. We've seen Mike Talkman get reps at first base in the past. I, I'm not looking into this too much. Maybe you feel differently, but in terms of the Judge, like first base thing, the way I see it is it probably, most likely, what it was was the Yankees didn't have a first baseman to do drills with. Um, if you look at all the drills they were doing in that SNY video, it was, you know, just ground balls to the to the infield and then uh, practicing PFPs with the pitchers. That kind of seems more like uh, they just needed someone to be there to play first base. Um, and, and Judge was, I mean, Judge is a big guy. He's a pretty big target. Makes it a lot easier for the infielders. Uh, but, I mean, I don't think we're going to see Judge moving off the outfield for a decent amount of time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll start off talking about the Frankie Montas thing. I mean, literally, as we've recorded, you, <laughs> Ryan just finished an article saying he could have uh, shoulder surgery. And then, of course, two minutes later, he is going to have surgery on February 21st. And it seems to me that he might be done for the entire season. So a lot of people, Joel Sherman saying return late in the season, best case. Uh, for Montas. So ultimately, the Yankees now have an opening in the number five spot. You have Domingo Herman, you have Clark Schmidt. Do you need another player there? It's definitely possible they could go out and maybe leverage a guy like Labor Torres if Anthony Volpe comes up and, and performs well and looks like he could take over a starting job. Maybe you leverage Labor Torres into a number five starter. There's a lot the Yankees now need. You know, you need a left fielder. You need to figure out what's going on at shortstop. You need to figure out what's going on in your number five starting spot. Now, you can have Herman and you can have Schmidt supplement, but how long can they take you? How far can they take you. Um, Johnny Brito's another guy that's got that workhorse mentality. Maybe he comes and gets some spot starts and they just kind of roll with what they've got. Now, Jameson Tyone 
walking definitely doesn't seem like an ideal situation now. But again, they couldn't really afford. Obviously, they gave away Ken Waldachuk in exchange for Frankie Montas. They needed him to be their guy this year, and it looks like he may end up being a bust. And I can see the Yankees maybe keeping him around for next season um, on a super cheap deal coming off injury. But end of the day, not what we wanted to hear, not what we wanted to see. And for uh, the case of Aaron Judge, you know, first base, they're probably just, like you said, a lot of players have taken reps there. Maybe they were just trying to see what he's got. He's done it in the past uh, before he joined the MLB level. Um, but, you know, maybe there is a case to be made that he could supplement some Anthony Rizzo reps because Judge did play 157 games last year. Rizzo played 130. So maybe they asked Judge to go in and, and actually fill in at first base because uh, when you look at DJ LeMahieu, he is kind of the de facto backup first baseman um, if Rizzo is forced to miss any time. But because of that toe injury, because he could be starting at third base, he could be maybe transitioning or helping out at second base as well. Maybe you have Judge playing um, at first base. You can move Cabrera into right field and have Hicks play left field. What do you think about that? What do you think about Judge maybe filling in for Rizzo because that chronic back issue and with age kind of moving forward with him, maybe there is a case to be made that Judge could help keep Rizzo healthy, mitigate that injury, mitigate that kind of workload uh, situation they're going to have to watch closely this year. And that way, Judge can continue playing. They continue having his bat in the lineup, and he's not going to get injured playing first base, I don't think. So I feel like that could be a a way for them to keep him involved, but also give Rizzo time off uh, that he will need to maintain his health throughout the season. Yeah, you know, one thing that I think definitely plays a factor into this is the fact that, well, the Yankees, I mean, quite frankly, the Yankees have, as you mentioned, you know, they have, if, if Cabrera needs to play right field and, you know, they're, they they have, uh, you know, Rizzo out. I imagine if Rizzo's out, they would put LeMahieu at first, but we're talking like a situation where it's, you know, the, the eighth inning or the ninth inning, you know, Rizzo gets hit by a pitch and you're like, oh, we got to take him out. Like, I don't, you know, we got we to gotta check this out. And, and LeMahieu may be isn't available you know it's kind of like that it's like the emergency catcher right Oswaldo Cabrera I think was the Yankees emergency catcher uh, last year if I'm if I'm not mistaken so um it's one of those things where it's like if everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong for the Yankees Aaron Judge would have to play a little bit of first base and I I would say like an inning or two right because then the Yankees would just call up someone to play first base um again it's not really like I can't see this like a bad thing that the Yankees let him play some first base in spring training. I know that you know there's going to be some conversations about oh wow the Yankees signed this guy to a nine year deal and he's already you know they're already thinking about moving him off the outfield. That's not what the case is. It's just as you mentioned, things happen and the Yankees you have to always be prepared for things to happen. There's a reason people sign minor league guys, a bunch of minor league guys. There's a reason that you know you try guys out at unique positions again. Mike Talkman, who is an excellent defensive outfielder for the Yankees, quite frankly, most of his value for the Yankees at some point was just his defense, was playing first base for the Yankees. They, they had such a hole at first base with Voight out, Ford struggling, Jay Bruce just retiring out of nowhere, that they were like, ah, we'll try anything at first, you know? Qu- quite frankly, you never know what happens. You never know when someone gets hurt. You never know when someone gets hit by a pitch. It's not even a hurt thing, as you mentioned, the chronic back things, right? You could just get hit by a ball, right? We've seen this with Judge. Judge just got hit by a ball uh, against Kansas City back in 2018, and he missed a big chunk of the year. Things happen all the time. Um, and, and end of the day, I'm I'm not. I mean, Judge is massive. So like, I I, I if I'm an infielder, I would like to throw to Judge. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would actually. You know, there's a big target there. There's not a lot of margin for. There's a lot of margin for error there. You know. Plenty of margin for error, but you know, I, I kind of have to say, um, when it comes to Judge and in the way this outfield is constructed, they need more support. Now there are also rumors coming out that Brian Reynolds 
is is keen on moving on from Pittsburgh because he wants to he wants to move on. Like he he does not want to play there. He said the talks that they've had nowhere close. They're not even in the same freaking realm. So the price keeps dropping for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They want a haul. They're probably not going to get the haul that they once thought they could because Brian Reynolds is like, I don't even want to play here. Now he's publicly saying it because of how disrespected he feels. So the Yankees may end up going out and getting a guy like that. But the problem is they also need a number five starter if they're not going to if they don't feel confident in Herman, if they don't feel confident in Clark Schmidt. There's a lot of needs this Yankee team is ultimately kind of finding themselves staring down the barrel right now, but they have a lot of young talent, and I do think that they're going to utilize some of that young talent to plug some holes. Um, but is there anyone in specific that you have in mind in terms of youth prospects? You know, you you discussed a couple, but it, it, let's let's talk about replacing Montes at number five. Who's your preference there? And right now, how are you feeling about you know Glaber Torres saying they didn't even discuss uh, extension for him? So that's also kind of a concern because I know he wants to, he wants to stay in New York, but they're not even just starting the conversation. So they're, it seems to me the writing is on the wall. On the wall, he's going to be traded because if they haven't even started discussing a potential extension, he wants to stay. It seems to me like he is probably going to be traded this year um, at some point. I think that's probably why they he wanted every last penny out of them in arbitration. Uh, so, you know, what are your thoughts on those things? I'm curious to hear um, if you have anyone in mind that could fill that number five spot for us too. Yeah, um, my guy is going to be Clark Schmidt, right? End of the day, you know, people can say, oh, Herman's, I mean, Herman's already a proven starting pitcher, whatever it may be. I want strikeouts for my starting pitcher. If you look at what teams value in starting pitchers, what projects well for starting pitchers, strikeout, good stuff. You know, um, we were talking about a guy in Schmidt who excels at both those things in comparison to Domingo Herman. Um, it, it's not close either in terms of stuff. You know, according to Eno Saris's, uh stuff plus model, he's at a 112. Herman is right around average at around a 100. Um, that's a that's a 12-point that's a swing. That, that's massive. A 12-point swing is massive. And we're talking about upside. We're talking about, you know, you mentioned Brian Reynolds. If Clark Schmidt were to pitch well, right? Not even, not excellent. Let's say just solid, right? Kind of how Herman pitched last year in terms of ERA. And Brian Reynolds is available. The, the Pirates want pitching. You mentioned Torres not being someone who's extended. Torres is someone that we've talked about potentially being moved at the deadline. If you were to move Schmidt for, for uh, a package for Reynolds because his value came up, he's proven he's a major league caliber starting pitcher. He has plenty of control. He's still not too old. You move Torres for someone that you can put in the rotation. Do you not suddenly feel like your team is significantly better? You can't do that with Domingo Herman. This isn't a diss on Herman, but looking at service time, looking at upside, looking at strikeouts, again, that's a very, strikeout to walk rate's a really important metric here. Again, everyone's going to point to the postseason for Domingo Herman, for Clark Schmidt, excuse me. It's telling that the Yankees went to Clark Schmidt before they went to Domingo Herman in the postseason. Domingo Herman didn't pitch once in that postseason. We saw Montas in the postseason. We saw Tyone in the postseason. We saw Schmidt in the postseason. We did not see Domingo Herman in the postseason. There's a reason for that that's because Schmidt has better stuff and again you could say maybe Schmidt's a better reliever than you know than, than Herman is quite frankly this is no longer like a one-month thing in a one-month thing you pick Herman because Herman you know what you're getting there aren't minor league options you know exactly what you're getting right and you just need a month of starts this could be a year's length of starts I need for 30 starts to have the pitcher who projects better who you know on on paper is the better pitcher I, I need that 
that's what I need in my five spot. I don't, I don't need someone who, um, you know, is a solid pitcher. Herman is not a bad pitcher by any stretch of the imagination, but but quite frankly, doesn't have the upside uh, that Clark Schmidt has. Johnny Brito is someone that'll get involved in this. I, I don't think he's going to win the job just because the ease of two guys with major league experience in Schmidt and Herman, that's who the battle I think is going to come down to. Randy Vasquez hopefully will get some starts at AAA. Maybe he works his way to the major league team. I doubt it. Uh, not because I don't think he's very good, but just because, again, I think the Yankees would like to keep... Uh, two guys who have major league experience. And quite frankly, I don't think either of those two guys are going to stink either. If they're league average, you take it, right? If they're they're league average, if they're mediocre pitchers, that's totally fine for your five spot. The Yankees had Tyone as like their three for a good part of the year last year uh, when it was Cole, Nestor, uh, Tyone, Montas, and, and Herman, right? So quite frankly, I think you can agree with me here on the sense that if you're going to, this sounds, this, I know this is going to sound bad to say initially, but if you were going to lose one of those, your five starters that you had on paper entering spring training, Montas is the one that has the least, has the, has the least negative impact on the team. Montas is a really good pitcher when he's healthy. The key here is when he's healthy. We knew he was going to miss a month. We don't know how that shoulder was going to look going into uh, 2023. And the surgery proves the, the shoulder wasn't there. We can get on Brian Cashman for making the trade. Quite frankly, I would have come out and been pretty upset if it came out that the Yankees didn't trade for Montas because they didn't want to move Ken Waldachuk. I, that would have upset me at the time, right? So looking at it from that standpoint, I can't criticize a trade a year after it happened. I have, I got, I'm not saying that you can't say the trade is bad, but... You can't say that the, the, the logic behind making the decision was bad a year later because the logic behind making the decision, you and I, anyone on this podcast can say they were excited when the Yankees traded for Frankie Montas. They didn't care that they traded Ken Waldachuk. Now that it turned out bad, now it's now we care. And I get that. But end of the day, the logic behind the trade wasn't bad. The Yankees, they have league average starters that can handle load. They have plenty of prospects that if need to make a spot start, they can. They had a worse rotation entering last year, entering the postseason last year than they do right now, right? You're basically substituting Tyone for Rodon if we're looking at the Yankees rotation in like September, right? So I think that's an upgrade. Look, the Yankees had to make a move at the end of the day. Like, one way or another, they had to make an upgrade. The problem is it just didn't pan out. And a lot of the big moves that that this guy makes, Brian Cashman— are absolute duds. A lot of the big ones he makes are duds. He makes a lot of good minor moves, you know, getting Jose Trevino, Clay Holmes. He he finds gold in the, in the dump, right? He'll behind a Wendy's parking lot, he'll find a freaking McChicken fresh, ready to be eaten. But when he's looking in the Rolex store and the Rolex is looking right at him, he'll pick the fake one. You know what I mean? It's like it, it just I don't really get it with him. Like he's so good at finding low-level guys, and I think that might be have to do more with scouting. But the big trades, which may be more on his decisions, are awful. So I don't know what it is. The Yankees already extended him on a on a on an extension here, and he's going to be the GM for the foreseeable future. So. We have certainly an interesting future ahead of us, my friends. Always happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on the topics we did discuss. Obviously, a couple more questions are now arising with the shoulder injury becoming um, more prominent and, and Fontmontes having to undergo surgery, and he's likely to be out the entire season if not make a late return. But how much can we rely on, on a Frankie Montas coming back from surgery? Um, difficult. It's tough. We'll see how the Yankees manage this. Nonetheless, the roster is stacked with talent, and we are still optimistic this team can make a serious run this year. So always happy to hear perspectives. And now below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to like and subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.